Welcome to C-Suite Radio. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for another edition of the Brett Allen Show. It's go time, you and me. Join us weekly for the latest pop culture interviews from your favorite TV shows, movies, comedians, and so much more. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you, felt good. Plus, you never know who will drop by. What happened here was a miracle. Now, here is your host. I said, throw down, boy. Welcome to the night's main event. Brett Allen. Brett Allen here. Welcome in, everybody. Thanks for watching and listening. We're talking more Walker Independence on the CW. Uh, we recently had Katie Finley on, and now we get to talk to the star, uh, Catherine McNamara. Thank you for your time today. It's a pleasure to meet you. Absolutely. Well, thank you for having me. Yes. Well, this is such a great show. We had a fun time, uh, uh, and uh, I've really been enjoying this. You've You've been a part of a lot of really great projects uh, all over the spectrum, uh, but this one is markedly different. I'm very curious uh, what initially interested you in Walker and made you decide you wanted to commit your time to it as an actor and as a storyteller. Well, I've always wanted to do a period piece and really find I love I love sets and stories that allow you to fully immerse yourself into them. And this is definitely one um, between the wardrobe and the costumes and, you know, the the environment in and of itself is, is such a departure from our daily lives that it provides a lot of learning experience and a lot of fun. But also, you know, I, I think this story and these characters are not what they seem on the surface. And, and especially with Abigail, you get to see a woman who has arguably one of the biggest tragedies that can happen to a person happened to her in the first 10 minutes of our show. And then we get to see a woman who doesn't crumble under that pressure and that tragedy. She rises from it and is able to create a life for herself, which is something we don't often get to see women from the 1870s do. Yeah. That's one of the things that I like about it is that you sort of take the trope of Westerns and that sort of thing and and flip it on its head, so to speak, and really give uh, the viewers something different. And that was one of the things that Katie and I were talking about was that you do get a different 
perspective, if that makes sense, which I think makes it even much better. I mean, it's already good, but when you can just add layers to it, I think that helps, you know, as, as being a storyteller and an actor for sure. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, given the characters that we have in the story, we we have an opportunity to shed light on perspectives in the West that existed, but don't always get light shed on them in the in the traditional storytelling sense, or at least what we've seen from Westerns traditionally up until this point. Yeah, that's one of the things I one of the other things that I like about it is the fact that you are addressing different types of subject matter than what viewers might be used to, which I think makes it for good entertainment. You know what I mean? Because it's it's one thing to watch something and go, okay, we've kind of seen this before, but it's still good. But then to watch something like Walker and go, I've never seen this before. Um, I can imagine that the responses so far have just been fantastic. Oh, well, thank you. I mean, it's it's so wonderful to to get to dive in and get to see um, the fan reactions to it, especially because it is a franchise that has such a, a legacy that stands up, you know, through several generations at this point. But to get to see folks of of all audiences and generations being excited about the story and excited about a new kind of Western, hopefully we're you know we're bringing energy to the genre that's different while still paying homage to the the grand scope and the the nostalgia that people love about westerns. Yeah. So when you're putting together a show like this, what are the conversations like? How do you? How much involvement do you have? Because I mean, again, as I mentioned, you've been a part of a lot of great projects and and we'll get to that but as far as this goes do you get an opportunity to sit down as a cast and kind of decide where the stories are going to go um or is that all oh. kind of just you you're like i wish we did well i don't know every show is different I wish we did i wish yeah. we did i mean look you know as a cast i think we're all such big fans of each other and big fans of each other's characters that we have um different you know canons and side stories and different plot lines that we make up while we're on set and we would like to see different combinations of characters and how things would play out and what if the story went this way what if we were able to do that what if this person was really afraid of the dark and this person you know <laughs> collect random objects or you know whatever it is or this person is afraid of this x y and z um and and or these people become friends or you know whatever it ends up being we make up stories in our heads all the time but you know the writers ultimately decide what's going to happen and we have very little say but uh, hopefully folks will still enjoy the story all the same yeah i think they do i mean the responses i was watching and reading have been very positive especially as you said early on when you're taking on a franchise that people are so familiar with and going in a different direction mm -hmm. uh, with the storytelling. Well, I'm very curious because as I said earlier, you've done so many great things. Um, where did the journey begin for you uh, as a storyteller and as an actor? Like where was that first interest at when you decided this was something that you wanted to do and, and pursue as a career? Well, it's interesting. When I was a kid, I wanted to be an economist. Um, I'm, I'm a huge math nerd. And when I, when I learned about economics and how, you know, these large global trends and, and human behaviors of the world can be explained by math, essentially, uh, it blew my mind. And that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to go into developmental economics and see how, you know, you could make the world work and make the world a better place, essentially in that, in that way. But Ultimately, my life took a different path. Um, yeah, I was clearly. I was a dancer. Yeah, I was a dancer as a kid. Oh. And I still went to school for business and economics. That's what my degree is in um, university. But it's uh, I was a dancer and I tried something new for the summer and did a theater show for a family friend who needed somebody to, you know, 
dance on stage. And I went, sure, why not? I'll try something new. And from the moment I stepped on stage on opening night, it hit me like a brick wall. And I just knew that I was put on this earth to tell stories. And that's all I want to do for the rest of my life is create characters and tell stories and be a part of this community, whether that's on stage, in film, in television, or any other iteration. Yeah. I mean, that is a big jump, but I always find what you do so interesting because oftentimes some actors get their start in different ways, or you come from a completely different career altogether. Uh, You go to college for one thing. So when you're making that first move to LA and you're having conversations with family, I'm always curious, like what that looks like, because, you know, some parents are like, Hey, go for it you know, we wish you all the best. And others are like, well, you have a degree as an economist. That's a steady career. Don't, you don't want to waste that. (laughs) Not that you've wasted, you know what I mean? Right. No, I I know exactly what you mean. And in fact, I've actually used my degree arguably more than I would have, because now I I can manage my career like a business and I can truly separate, you know, the creative side from the business perspective and then the financial management side of things. And, you know, just making sure that, yeah, I can read my own contracts, which have become instrumental over the years. My attorney doesn't always love that I have <laughs> 17,000 questions, but you know, they're, they, they actually take the time to talk to me about things, which I think is really wonderful. Um, but you know, it's something that, uh, when I, I, my whole family's in science and medicine. And when I was the economist, I already thought I was the, you know, a bit of the black sheep of the family. And then I decided to go into entertainment and that was an entirely other, other world. But when I first started, you know, I, I was still a kid and I was still in school and I was just doing theater. And I, I had this thought in my head that, you know, I'd go work at whatever financial institution until 5 p.m. and then go to the theater and be there by curtain. And it was perfect. Yeah. Then I booked a Broadway show and moved to New York and uh, my whole life changed. You know, I thought I'd spend six months in New York doing this Broadway show and then move back home. And after about a week of living in New York, I determined that that was not the case. (laughs) (laughs) I never wanted to leave New York. I love that city so much. And I loved the world of Broadway and and getting to do live theater every night. And then I booked the job in Los Angeles and moved from there. You know, my, my whole career, my whole life in a lot of ways has been a series of saying yes to opportunities that come my way and taking a chance on things and seeing where it takes me and knowing that, you know, I can always back or reroute or figure something else out. But if you don't try, if you don't dip your toe in the water, if you don't take that leap of faith, you never know what can happen. Yeah. And here you are. I mean, the, the filmography is massive. One last question out of all the things that you've done. I mean, I understand the industry can be prickly and there's always just that slight uncertainty, but was there one, <laughs> I've done this a lot and I, I was, the veil was pulled from my eyes early on. Um, I used to ask the question a different way, but now I ask what project solidified you in the business and, and made you decide that you knew this was meant for you. If there was one particular project or perhaps maybe stepping stones uh, along the way that has continually solidified that, you know, this is your calling, so to speak, as an actor? You know, I think it's been, I think it's been several stages, you know, as anything with life, we sort of learn as we go where we are meant to be and what we're supposed to be doing in this world. And hopefully we figure it out. Maybe we don't. Maybe that's part of the fun. I don't know. But for me, I think, you know, the first thing that really 
solidified my love of storytelling was the Kansas City theater community. You know, I was a kid who didn't know what I was doing. And there's such an amazing community of professionals there that create stories for the love of it. And there's no ego involved and everybody works so hard. And I learned my work ethic and my collaboration and everything from that community. And then going to New York, I discovered that also existed elsewhere. And that, you know, if you, if you find really amazing people to work with, you can find those communities and you can find that same passion and that same love and that same work ethic wherever you go. And moving through, you know, when I got to Shadowhunters, I started paying more attention to directors and, yeah. and learning about that aspect. And, and we had a, an amazing crew that would take the time to explain technical sides of things to us as well. And directors that would take the time to answer, you know, 19 year old Catherine's questions about why this shot or what you're doing or what it is to be a director, even for television yeah. and sort of inspire that side of things as well. Um, and now, you know, having gotten to shadow a few directors on arrow and speak to some more folks as I've worked throughout the industry, it's really only solidified that I, I don't think I'll ever stop creating characters and telling stories on stage or in front of the camera or whatever that might be. But I would very much like to move behind the camera as well and, and use a different set of paintbrushes as it were to do the exact same thing. Yeah. Well, I was born and raised in Kansas, Wichita. So I have, what? yeah, what I world? was a part of, I know <laughs> I was going to ask you and I did a show one summer uh, after high school at the Starlight Theater in Kansas City, Missouri. Yeah, uh, That's the first time I saw before Broadway, I saw a chorus line uh, back in the late nineties. The thing that mystified me about theater and just made me fall in love with it is how the cast was working in and out of the audience and you know the casting director in that show is in the audience and it's all played so well well this is fantastic i i highly encourage people to watch walker independence on the cw check out Catherine and all the other great work shadow hunters arrow i mean the filmography is massive thank you oh, so much you. i appreciate your thank time thank you it's been such a pleasure Thanks for listening and being a part of today's conversation. Thank you! If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider sharing it with a friend. It's absolutely free. A major proportion. The views and opinions of our guests do not necessarily reflect those of the host. And remember, we care.